You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. You know if I use that word, then there is really going to be something that's going on there. All right, it's like a code word kind of thing. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be the code word. I don't know what it's gonna mean. I mean, it could be you know if if I'm using that, then either something has happened to me or I'm not myself. You've been abducted. I could have been abducted. Well, no, not really abducted. I don't think that would be it. <laughs> but definitely, it would be like a like an upside down flag. Be like, oh, there's the warning. An upside because I would down never, flag. Yeah, because that's a warning thing. If you if you're out at the sea and you see an up down upside down flag, that means there's a problem. Really? I've never heard oh, yeah. of that. Yeah, that's what it means. That's what it, that's I thought it's just like a sign of disrespect if you put like a flag upside down. Well, it's that too, but yeah, no, it's technically that's what it means. It's a sign of distress. Huh. Yeah. Oh, you learn something new every day. See, there we go. Uh, but my word, uh, that's going to be my sign of distress. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Uh, we do have some things to tell you about here right off the bat before we get <laughs> yes. too far. One is... We appreciate everybody who's been doing all of their online shopping via Fun Employment Radio. Oh, boy, do we. Which is by clicking on the Amazon link or going to the Cyber Mall, which is right there. If you pull it up on your, your phone, your mobile device, your, uh, you know, your, uh, your tablets, your tablets, mm-hmm. you know, your phablets, your uh, okay, don't. computers, Stop. your laptops. You sound like an old man that doesn't understand technology. It's a phablet. No, that is a real term. A phablet is... That's, it is not. Oh, yeah. No, it's a phone. That it's like the really big phones that look almost like a tablet. That's a that's a fablet. Uh, yes, Palm Pilots. Also, I think uh, Palm Pilots. You can use those uh, if you have your Blackberries. You oh know, your God. flip phones. All right, that's enough. That's enough. Just uh, go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link, or go to the Cyber Mall to fulfill all of your shopping needs. All of that stuff is mm-hmm. right there. And also, we'll be joined today. We've got some special guests that are going to be joining us here in just a little bit. And that is, I believe, Christian and Jessica from the PDX Broadsides cool. are going to be joining us. So they're going to be coming, stopping by here in just a little bit. Um, before we get back to what we were talking about at the beginning, though, we need to maybe just bring up over this last weekend, which was awesome. I've, I've lost so a little bit exhausted. of my voice. Yeah, over it. Yeah, exhausted for having fun. I know. Yeah, it's like it's, all that I fun feel, was exhausting. Yeah, it's like I, I can't complain about anything because over this last weekend was Project Pabst. So Project Pabst combined with uh, Music Fest Northwest, and it took place. Uh, this huge music festival took place on the waterfront here in Portland over this last weekend. So many bands, and I ran into a lot of people that we knew, a lot of listeners. Hello to everyone. Hello. Hello. It was fun hanging out with you. It was. And, uh, you know, many, many uh, beverages were had mm-hmm. because it was a festive celebration. And um, Many Paps Blue Ribbons were ingested. Paps, ma- many, many Paps Blue Ribbons. Uh-huh. Many Paps Blue Ribbons. <laughs> uh, and I just want to say, like, some of the bands that we saw there, you know, I think the first day, Saturday... Andrew WK. Andrew WK puts on the best show that you... Never knew you needed to see. Yeah, you never knew you needed to see it until you see it. Like, Andrew WK embrace... Like, he is just, like, this living, breathing, embracing life, uh, like, uh, like every facet of life, and exploding it on the stage, and just... just being happy and wonderful and oh god he's so great yeah he is we interviewed him a couple years ago we did which was yeah the strangest interview yeah you can go back and find that on uh, on our website you can look in the uh, the archives there yeah we did interview him backstage one time and it was a it was a really strange interview but his show is it's just 
fun. It was just so fun, and yeah. he's so high energy, and everybody uh-huh. just has like stupid grins plastered uh-huh. on their faces, and you can. It's just it's fun to be it's, an adult and feel like happy and silly. Yeah, it's just big dumb rock in in the, in the best way possible. That's that's what it is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's dumb and it's big and it's glorious and yeah, I love it. Yeah, it is so much fun. So Andrew WK, if you ever get a chance to go see him, definitely definitely do yourself a favor and go do it. Um, <laughs> it still makes me laugh just even thinking about it. Yeah, it's just goofy. <laughs> it's just so goofy. Yeah, but it, it's, it's so fun. So much fun and. Uh, so there was that there, and then you know they had the PB Arcade there with Ground Control and Digital Trends was in there too with our charging station, um, you know, so we could play some video games. And then uh, that night though, for the music, th- this is just like the summer of Greg as far as the music part of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been Weird Al, Guns and Roses, and then Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Saw Ice Cube live on stage. He brought out uh, MC Ren and DJ Yella too. So it was, it was just fantastic. Played some NWA stuff. Played some NWA stuff. Yeah, and just an old school Ice Cube stuff. Of course, he ended with uh, Good Day, mm-hmm. and it was it was really really. You've awesome never seen see. so many white boys bouncing up and down in a, in a oh, yeah. crowd. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody. Everybody yeah. <laughs> was stoked when Ice Cube came out. And uh, and then after that was the headliner for Saturday, which was Duran Duran. I mean, that's such a weird lineup. It Andrew was so WK, awesome. Ice Cube, and then Duran Duran. And Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats, who were also mm. really rad. And Starfucker. You're they right. Were awesome. Yes. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, but then Duran Duran at the end of the night. And they were good. They were amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were definitely entertaining. They did like a David Bowie cover. Uh, they sang two of my favorite songs. They sang "Ordinary World" yeah. and "Come Undone." I, I was so oh, yeah, excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, "Ordinary World." I, I really do like that song. So there was all that going on, and then the next day, the the festival continued. Yes, um, and I had to work, so I thankfully was able yeah. to get half of my shift covered. So I'm like, all right, we're doing it again. Yeah, Let's we're go. going back down there, and that was when I got to see Ween wrapping up my Summer of Greg uh, concert series. And although they didn't play all the songs that you wanted, they didn't play all the songs. They didn't I wanted. play a lot of songs that. Any like I heard a lot of people who were like really excited to see Ween, but they didn't uh, they didn't play all of their most popular catalog. No, they they played several that uh, that were popular, but I think part of it for Ween is you know they they had I think an hour and fifteen minutes of stage time, but their general concerts are like two and a half hours long. Okay. So I think they need time to get through to everything. Mm-hmm. But regardless, they had broken up before. Back together now and performing and uh, just a really really fun show. It was really cool uh, to to get to see them on stage again. And then I do have to say, and then Tame Impala was the um, was the headliner. I don't get it. Yeah, it was kind of lame. It's not really my kind of thing. I mean, I guess I get it was, I get that they're popular because I there's get that a they're lot popular of people too. There. I just don't get it. I was like, all right, the sounds. The same as the last song. I don't really know what's going on. Yeah, I just don't think. I mean, to each their own. If that's your jam, that's totally cool. I just I yeah. didn't get it, and, and a couple of our friends that we were with, they didn't really get it either. I'm like, I don't. I think, understand. I mean, that's the great thing. One thing though about the whole the whole festival is that you know there's something for everybody, mm-hmm. but that means you're not necessarily going to be in every single band exactly. on there. Exactly. Yeah, Tame and Paul is. I, I I don't know. I think you got to be. 15 to understand that <laughs> I, I don't or maybe just no, haven't, at least 21 maybe, maybe just oh yeah you gotta be 21 maybe you just haven't heard enough other music to realize it's just not I don't know it's not my it thing it reminded me of like MGMT light like you know yeah. like and, and like I said 
they sure as hell had a lot of fans there. Yeah, they have a ton of fans. Yeah, they, and they were the headliner for a reason with with that. But yeah, it's not not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. But either way, so so much fun. It was just a just a, oops, just a great time uh, down there at Project Paps. So congratulations to Paps Blue Ribbon. Thanks to our buddy Armaine. And uh, you guys know that we work with Pabst a lot, and we really do appreciate them. They they do a good job with everything they do. Absolutely. So that was that was cool. Um, okay, but back to what I was talking about at the beginning, because I was thinking about this. You know, in the in the giant crowded festival, like it's it's really hard to catch up with anybody, and everything's going on. But you need like a secret code word, and also part of this is because I may or may not have been playing Last of Us uh, a lot. On the computer, and it's like a zombie. Ga- it's like a video game where it's like a kind of a zombie-ish thing, but then you're going through, and there's people. Then if they get bit, they'll turn. And I was thinking, you know, I need a code word or something like that to let people know that there's trouble going on. Oh, so Tucky you, you and know. I have that. Yeah, you guys have a code word. We have. We totally have a code word, uh, which I'm not going to say because we do. But wait, what? what? I'm not going to say what our code word is. You're not going to say what the code word is. No. Why not? Because it's for Tucky and I. So I basically. Well, wait a minute. It's just for the two of you? Yes, because I was uh, fearing when all that haunting stuff was happening at his house that he was going to somehow be possessed. And so I'm like, you have a code word. So, like, I know, I'm like, if you're acting weird uh-huh. and I think you might be possessed, you have to tell me this word and then I'll know that it's actually still you in there. We have a phrase. All right. What is it? I'm not going to tell you. Why, why, are you, why would you not tell? Because, I mean, what, you don't want anybody else to know? No, because... If he's possessed... What if Possessed Tuggy is listening right now, and then, like, he hears the code word, and then he's like, oh, that's what it is, and I can trick Possessed Tuggy is not listening right now. You never know. Okay, but if he does get possessed, wouldn't you want other people to be able to figure it out as well? Okay, give me something similar, then. Um, Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops? So it's some kind of cereal? Sugar Smacks? Yes, it's sugar smacks. You got me. Sugar smacks. I don't like that phrase, sugar smacks. Yeah, it is kind of a creepy word. Yeah. Sugar smacks. We're on a bowl of sugar smacks. Sugar smacks. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be, the way I look at it, it's got to be something that you would never speak, never say normally. Like something you absolutely would never use in your daily life. Or well, language. that's like in uh, like a compelling, thrilling episode of Beverly Hills 90210 when Donna was being held at knife point, about ready to be um, raped and or murdered by uh, this creepy guy who... Uh, was stalking her on campus and David Silver young David Silver came over to her house to check on her and she's like I'm alright Dave it's okay Dave but the thing is is that she never called him Dave she called him David therefore David knew that something was wrong because she was calling him Dave he breaks down the door he saves the day really that's what it is mm-hmm. so he just changed it up but then alright that's kind of like that but what is so you have an actual word though that he is supposed to repeat back if he's yes. not if I if I think that he's acting uh, weird, I have to say what I'm like. So what's what's the code? Frosted flakes. Did I just guess it? No. You said Fruit Loops. It's you be know, I just game. picked a random tutti thing, fruity. right? I'm not going to let you. It's tutti fruity. Near. I'm going to try to figure it out. Okay. Why would you not let me near? I don't understand why it's a secret. Because, because I, can't I mean, talk I thought about it's supposed it to be. What if you t- what if you tell him and he's possessed, and then I'll never know. He's not going to know, though. I mean, if he's possessed, he's possessed. Well, what kind of secret word are you talking about? Well, I was talking a a word like a distress word. Like I was talking about, about, you know, like the upside down flag thing. Like this, there's clearly something wrong going on, but I can't say it. And so I was trying to think about like, what's a word I absolutely hate using and I will never use on my own. Like I, I will, you will never hear this come out of my mouth. You will never hear me use this word. 
And I was thinking about it. Oh, sometimes things still come out of your mouth that are kind of surprising. I'm like, what? Oh, what absolutely. But this, though, I, I will tell you now, and I'll tell you my secret word, because this is how you would know that something is going on. Either something's happening, or there's a, you know, somebody's taken over the somewhere and they have a gun in the back. And, you know, this way you would know that something is really up. And so what it is. But well, what I've yours got a be? word. I've got a word. I hate even using the word. I don't want to use the word. All right, use the word. I hate the word. Use the word. And that's why I'm... That's is the why bird I'm, the word? No, the bird is not the word. I hate this word so much, this is how you would know something's wrong. It could be like, oh my gosh, there's uh, somebody with a gun behind the counter or, or the bandits have taken over the studio or something like that because I use this word and then people know that, oh, that's, a, that's not something okay, Greg would say. Okay, what's the word? <sighs> I'm trying to think of a phrase that I would say that you would know, totally This isn't know. even a phrase. It's just if I use this word even in a sentence. What word? The word is... Booty. Oh, I so hate. Random. Oh, I hate that word. I hate the word so much. That is the most random. I thing hate ever. that word, but I'm telling you, I hate that word so much myself. I'm fine if other people use it, but it's just it just sounds gross coming booty? out of my mouth. Yes, it sounds so gross coming out of my mouth that I'm like, okay, if I use that, then somebody's gonna know something's up. Like that's my code word. Okay. To let you know that something's wrong. All right, booty. You know what mine would probably be? I'm trying to think of like something that you would never like. I would never want to talk about nor be interested in. Mm-hmm. I think mine would be kombucha. <laughs> if you use the word kombucha. If I use the word kombucha. Yeah, but sometimes you have to use that word if we're... Why? I can't remember the last time I've used that word. Kombucha? That's the one... Well, if we had Todd Armstrong on, we'd have to use the word kombucha. That's true. That's true. But I mean, but I mean, have you ever like ever heard me say, like, man, I could really go for some kombucha right now? No. Okay, if you used it in that... In that aspect, yeah. Like, if I use it, man, in a I would like a nice cup of cam- kombucha. Yes. Okay. That'll be mine. And yours is. Uh, how would you use yours in a well, sentence? Someone's wanna, holding you. I just want to listen to some music and shake my booty. Ew, gross. Play, but no, that sounds suspect. Like if someone's holding you at gunpoint, and they like are well, making you answer the door, and it's, they're making you answer the door, and you're standing there, and you open it at a crack, and you peek out your head. I'm like, hey, Greg, what's up? Yeah. And you're like, and the gun to your head. And okay, so talk back to me. Uh, not not much. Just moving my booty around. Oh, gross! It's like, it's a, like pooping. <laughs> wiggling my booty. No, you have to make it sound Wait, not suspect. Well, you then, have to work it naturally in. Like you have a gun. How to your are head. you going to work in kombucha? Like you've got to go. Okay, you've got a gun to your head. Uh, hey, Sarah, how's it? How's it going? Oh, I'm good. I'm just uh just getting. Getting my apartment cleaned up. I'm um, getting ready to brew some new kombucha. <laughs> I mean, I guess. All right. I mean, but then how? What, that would sound natural if somebody didn't know it was me. That it. That that's it not natural, natural for me. You know. Yeah. Not doing much. Just listen to some music and shaking my booty. Ew! Gross. It grosses me out so much just saying it. Oh, I'm so disgusted with myself. Oh my God. But that's how you would know there's something wrong, though. You would know something's up. There's bandits that have uh, taken over Greg's house or something like that. Or is it like when you're trying to... There's also like the words when you use when... You have to have a code word when you can tell that you're going to get trapped in an awkward conversation. Uh, how? Like how? Like haven't you ever done that before? <sighs> like a code word to somebody else to rescue you? Yeah. Okay, what is what is your code word? Uh, well, I haven't really had a code word, but I'll... Uh, like ask them a question or something and be like, oh, did you see that painting in the hallway? And they'd be like, oh, and that means that they need to, like, oh, no, come show me. And then like to kind of pull you out of the conversation. Oh, mm-hmm. you got a whole little tactic there. Oh, yeah. Huh. 
Well, now I'm going to start noticing that you do that. Mm-hmm. I do it to you all the time. I'm like, oh, God, I'm stuck talking to Greg again. What, and then you come up with something to, like, lead me away or yeah, lead someone else away? Or, I'll, like, gently introduce you to someone else and then... Well, you do that all the time. Yeah. And I, yeah. And then, and like that, I'm gone. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I know. You do You do, I do that. I leave you in the dust. Yeah. You did that to me yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, I do it to you all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I, I noticed that one. I noticed how that works. I, I need to get a better defense for that. No, you can't. You just don't even notice that it happens. No, I, I realize it's happening. I, I always talk to um, Gavin and I have this thing where we just do the slow back away. Like if we're, if we're stuck in a conversation, just slowly keep keep increasing the distance and then rip, turn around and you're gone. And that's it. Just slowly back away so that it's not really noticeable at first. And it's like, oh, well, this is awkward. Okay, I'm gone. That would be it. All right, I'm looking at this. Uh, our buddy Rick in the chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live. I guess Seinfeld <laughs> did um, one, too, where their code word was tippy-toe. Tippy-toe? Tippy-toe. Oh, well, there <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All right, tippy-toe. That would kind of work. All right, well, anyway, so your and Tuggy's is chocolate buffs. I'm not telling you. Tuggy remembers. We Wheaties. talk about it. We talk about it every couple. Uh, He'll slip up. He'll tell me. No, he won't. Oh, yeah, he will. Oh, yeah, I'll get it out of him. Mm-mm. Yep. It's going to be my mission now. I'm going to find out what that word is. Mac and cheese. Nope. Mm-hmm. All right. I will find out what it is. Tutti frutti. So it sounds like you're having some sort of breakdown over there. <laughs> it does sound like that. <laughs> no. uh, I'm just over here shaking my booty. Anyway. All right. That's so gross. It's so gross. I saw the grimace on your face. This is why it would This is why it would work. I just don't want you to re- reference any body part of yours as a booty. No, it's it's disgusting. I realize that. It's my own body, and I find that disgusting. But <laughs> I find my own body disgusting. I find that <laughs> that in poor taste. Uh, anyway. All right. Let's go ahead and take a break, um, because we do have our special guests who are going to be joining us, and that is Christian and Jessica from the PDX Broadsides. So they'll be popping in here in just a minute to uh, talk about their new album and everything else that's going on. So we'll take a break. Back here with more Fun Employment Radio right after this. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hey, this is Steve Lemmy. This is Kevin Heffernan. We're from the movie Super Troopers and Beer Fest. And Club Dread and Slam and Salmon. Yeah, and you're listening to Greg the Nibbler and Sarah Dillon. We're nibbling it and we're dilling it. On Fun fun Employment. You should all listen to Fun Employment. Now. And nibble it. Caught the end of Super Troopers this morning. Oh, is that why this is coming in? Yeah, I know. I I realized we just played it last week, but... I love it so much. It is. It is a good one. Well, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, we are joined now here on Fun Employment Radio by the people with their sophomore album. Sophomore album? Third, third album. Third album. Oh, I already Greg, messed that up. I messed that up. With their, this is why we can edit. With their third album out, it's the PDX Broadsides. Hooray! Christian and Jessica. Hooray! Hello. Hello. <laughs> You're getting two thirds of us today, but uh, you know you could do with. It's the loud two-thirds, really. So. It's the <laughs> most annoying two-thirds of the band. Never, never. We find you both delightful and charming. Oh, you're just saying that because we paid you. No, yeah. <laughs> all the money. All of our, our money. <laughs> Penny we found on the sidewalk. Right. <laughs> well, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it's it's been kind of crazy that all of a sudden we're we're three studio albums in, um, two of which that is uh, so exciting. <laughs> we've we've recorded with actual CDs now, so it's very official. Yeah. <laughs> I know which I have one in my hand right now. Ooh. Hooray! Uh, no one else has one of those unless they were at the listening party, uh, the CD release party on Saturday. Oh, so. how did that go? 
oh my god it was so good we were at the TARDIS room out back with the with the seating and the canopy and everything and lights and it was beautiful we had we had standing room only actually wow it was just packed it was wonderful so that is so exciting people are enthusiastic about <laughs> nerd music and uh I think they're enthusiastic because we're enthusiastic. We write about the things that we love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we write about Lego and Doctor Who and Nathan Fillion's butt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> things we can all enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> so people get excited about that. And there's, um, like Aim to Misbehave, our, our last album, mm-hmm. uh, our new album, Something's Rotten, has kind of a little bit for everybody. So everything from, you know, Doctor Who, of course. We can't go anywhere without Doctor Who. Uh, Science, Starbucks, girls who lack Starbucks. Um, uh, And Shakespeare, who's, that's kind of the, um, where the title track comes from. Something's Rotten comes from Hamlet. uh, And Christian wrote... (laughs) This song where Hamlet is just like he's a dirtbag. He's a little <laughs> he, he's a whiner and uh he's super emo. So um there are two tracks on this album. The first uh the second track on the album is called Something's Rotten Hamlet's Lament, um, where Hamlet is like, Woe is me, my life is hard, I have to make all these decisions. Boo. And then like six tracks later, Holly and I join him on uh Something's Rotten Ophelia's retort where um Holly plays Ophelia and I'm Sassy Yorick her ghoul friend <laughs> and uh, we set Hamlet right what ghoul friend is funny I don't care what you say you know, <laughs> ghoul friend in ghoul October friend. it's funny <laughs> so close it's right around the corner <laughs> pumpkin spice and ghoul friends oh boy what <laughs> well I do like really like this artwork is it a local artist that you had do it yes uh, Dylan McConus who works at a helioscope here in Portland uh, did our our album cover art. She also does Family Man, which is a running webcomic. Uh, yeah. Her or art is just gorgeous. I thought that she would really, um, really it hit the notes there with the like, like 20s, 30s cartoon style uh, Hamlet players. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've got to see this art. and It's can, incredible. Uh, it's at pdxbroadsides.com. Um, you can also pre-order the album and uh, see the artwork at uh, PDX Broadsides on Bandcamp. And really good fonts, by the way. She picked some really good fonts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I gave her no information about that. (laughs) She's like, these are the ones that fit that style. Well, can I ask, what's uh, Smile about? Is it what I think it's about? <laughs> it's about being happy. No, it's no, not about it's being happy. It's about <laughs> street harassment. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's like, it's all about you should smile, smile. more. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Holly wrote that song um, standing at the corner of Fifth and Davis at the Mac stop. Mm-hmm. And we all get that. And uh, my husband, Royal, one day asked me, like, do you actually get that on the street? Like, all the time. Oh, really? Like, walking while oh, female. Oh, it happens. Uh, one day I was walking um, to meet a friend for drinks at Bailey. So I was walking right along uh, Burnside. I had like a three block walk and in three blocks I got hollered at five times and it was it was November I was wearing a full coat scarf leggings gloves like the only part of me you could see was my fingertips and I was getting like a mommy I'm like no no absolutely none of this yeah this really happens to women yeah I just I don't get it I don't get it from the guys like what do you think you're gonna gain and you just That's have to dismiss it because you can't just pay attention. Like I was walking by a construction site today, and somebody just started, and I was, you know, wearing like dumpy clothes today, and somebody was like whistling at me. I'm like, "What are you, What are you doing?" But you just learn how to just 
not pay wow. attention to it or else it's going to drive you nuts. That has got to, yeah, drive you insane. Um, there was a girl, I think it was here in Portland, uh, just two weeks ago. Someone was hollering at her. She was walking down the street, uh, you know, hey, nice legs, nice legs. And she ignored him. And he came up and stuck a pocket knife in her leg and said, I guess they're not so nice <gasps> What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. That just happened? It did. Yep. Yeah, no, this is, like, you can't call back at that. So, smile is our way of, like, oh, the first time we did oh it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, so, yeah. I'm sorry, that is so disturbing. This is this is our rebellion. Like, this is our, uh, like, you, you better listen because this is a problem. Because a lot of, like, you're responding like that that happens. And, yeah, a lot of people don't realize how often this happens. Mm. Like, women get it every every single freaking day. Um, and we're done with it. So we need some allies. Mm-hmm. This is our musical way of getting that. Oh, that's amazing. Well, I love how everything yeah. has a story or a message. And there's like no filler. It seems like everything has like a substance behind it. Oh, that's so sweet of you to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just trying to think of that. Oh, well, no, there's a couple in there. I'm not going to tell you which ones they are. Oh, well, there's a couple in there. They're really not very good. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're all good. We, we write about the things that we love. And I think that's what really comes across when you listen to it. Even if you don't get, like, if a song is around something sort of specific, like uh, Far Away and Distant One is about falling in love with a Dalek. Well, if you don't know what a Dalek is, uh, you can still relate to being in love with somebody who is just kind of, you know, awful and murderous and... (laughs) Super smart. Like, super, super, you know, intelligence is sexy and stuff, but at a certain point, the murder kind of outweighs the other side. There's a balance. There's got to be a balance. (laughs) A a murder to intelligence ratio. I think that's that's really the the key to to a lot of our songwriting is that we don't, like... Murder to intelligence? Yeah, that balance (laughs) right there. We try to keep our songs, you know, evenly murdery. that it's uh, that the song has to be relatable, even if you don't get the references. Like mm. if you don't watch Doctor Who, you can at least listen to this and go, okay, yeah, well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, outside of that context, um, instead of being just one like pop culture reference after another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just going way deep in it. Yeah, yeah. That's something that you see a lot of in the nerd music scene, and not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just mm-hmm. that if you don't understand, uh, like every nuance of Harry Potter, then you're not going to get this particular nerd hip-hop song. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I don't know. We don't write like that. We we write about what we love. We write about it in a way that's appealing to us and to our our friends. And if we don't think it's it's funny or entertaining, we don't do it. We just make fun of it afterwards. <laughs> we, we write songs <laughs> like The Fiscal Cliff. Yeah, remember Ed, Fiscal Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> they won't let me do that Jessica song. wrote a song about The Fiscal Cliff. And, and <laughs> people stopped talking about it like a month after she wrote it. And I was like, oh, really not. Mm. But I bring it up on every podcast yeah. we're on in hopes that somebody's, <laughs> somebody's going to write you and be like, what is it? What, somebody somebody in the crowd yelling, fiscal cliff. Some sort of outcry from the masses or something. It's our free bird. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do notice that you do have a guitar here. And I was what? wondering if you might grace us with a song. Uh, yes. I think we could do that. Ooh. I think we could. It's going to be one from the new album. Yes. Do you know which one it's going to be? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We're just guessing. It's going to be awkward when you're both singing the different songs, but. All right. Right? I know. I know. I know. All right. I know. This is a song about a girl <laughs> once Christian gets out of the way. Christian, will you tell us a little bit about the girl? Yes, I can. <laughs> this song is about a girl. 
This song is about a girl standing in front of line at you and Starbucks and can't decide if she wants a crap a frappa or a mocha Cheetos. This song is about a girl who's trying to merge into your lane from a lane that's even on the same road as you and you're trying to make a left to get your mocha Cheetos. This song was written back in 1925-32. That is not a year. It will be. This song is about the girl who couldn't even. The girl who couldn't even, she just could not with this singing way ho. Right? I know. She literally almost died, and she literally almost died. Her mocha chino is not that hot. Oh no, I can't even. That parking ticket cost a lot. Oh no, I just can't singing way ho. Right? I know. Are you kidding me? It's a 40 minute wait for brunch Oh no, I can't even Boo's so small she had to scrunch Oh no, I just can't Sing away, ho Right? I know Are you kidding me? The girl who couldn't even She just could not with this Sing away, ho Right? I know And she literally almost died And she literally almost died Leftovers got thrown away Oh no, I can't even Twitter has been down all day Oh no, I just can't Sing way ho Right? I know Are you kidding me? Nothing could communicate Oh no, I can't even What she has to tolerate Oh no, I just can't Sing way ho Right? I know Are you kidding me? The girl who couldn't even, she just could not with this singing way ho. Right? I know. And she literally almost died. And she literally almost died. And she literally almost died. And she literally, not even figuratively, almost died. Oh my god. Oh my god! I'm trying not to laugh the entire time. I know. Let's do the same thing. Oh, that was amazing. I know, right? Oh my god! It's the worst. Oh, time. that was fantastic. Wow. When is PSL coming out? Oh my god! I need my spies. You guys nailed it. Thank you. So it's pdxbroadsides.com. Yep. That's yep. where everybody can go and get a copy of this and see the artwork that was amazing and that's just one there's there's a lot of songs on here you guys <laughs> that's just one of them this is this is fantastic that's the worst Thank one <laughs> no the song is so great <laughs> um, the song is so good and it's a family friendly album um, that's right which like our last album had one explicit track on it because we, we uh, it was Wheaton's Law so don't be a, a, a can we say yeah did he word okay don't be a dick yeah. and yeah. so we just wanted to warn people uh, the strongest word we use on here is we say ass and yes. we say it twice ass ass yeah <laughs> um, but but that's it we just warn people most people are like oh it's just a donkey it's okay yeah. so it's fine <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just a donkey it's just a donkey that's the one uh, that's in uh, Nathan Fillion please take off your pants uh, so we do have to talk about that ass so yeah. an ultimate riot and ultimate riot has the word ass so in it two so asses. there's two, two ass two asses yeah because two ass limit on can't riot, have, you, we talk about where you pull like if you cause a riot amongst nerds you will get a Klingon battle shoved up your ass so ways that you can have that 
extracted. You can't spell songs without two asses. <laughs> that just makes sense. It just makes science. sense. Science, everybody. Yeah. Oh, it, that is not how science works. Good night. Oh, my God. You guys are magic. Well, uh, give their own support local arts and, yeah, just support these guys. They're amazing. Yeah. PDXbroadsides.com. Thank you. Yeah, go Thank there you. now. Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks Thank for having us. Thank you so much. This we love amazing. Fun Employment Radio. Yeah. We love you guys. It, it's Thank nice you. to get to visit. Like, I know. Like, we would like to be back more than once a year, but, I mean, it's hard. We're we, very busy. We can only release an album so often. <laughs> You're not doing it fast step enough. Step up the I albums, know. yeah. Step it up. More step that album up. We can do that. <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, go ahead and take a break. We'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The PDX Broadside. Oh, they are wonderful. That right. song was so hilarious. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, they are awesome. And it's so on point, too. Like, I see those girls everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, all over Facebook, I can tell you yes. that. I just can't even right now. Don't even bother asking. <laughs> that's that's the one I love the most. Literally. Literally. I love the play and, yeah, the overuse of literally. Literally. Literally almost died. Oh, hello, my friends. Hi there. How are you? My name is Sarah Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. Got a brief but solid world of crazy for you all today. First up, have another story. This is starting to become a trend, Greg. What's that? Another Newman style. Oh, wait. Thing. Another postal worker in the news. A postal worker has gotten into trouble. Well, Serious trouble because it's mail and it's a federal crime. A uh, postal worker has been caught with nearly 50,000 pieces of undelivered mail that she has been stashing in her California apartment. 50,000. 50,000 pieces of undelivered mail. That so, is a uh, lot. Yes, this is a U.S. Postal employee. Um, federal investigators have charged Sherry Watanabe. Uh, well, she had, okay, so almost 50,000. She had 48,288 pieces of United States mail in her apartment. Mail was intended uh, to to be delivered to customers along uh, Watanabe's route in Placentia, which is an Orange County uh, city. So her name is throwing me off. It's really hard to remember. Watanabe. Watanabe? Watan- yeah, Watanabe. W-A-T-A-N-A-B-I? With an E at the end. Oh, dang it. Yeah. Uh, 48 Watana- years Watanabe. old. So she was named in one count felony criminal information. Uh, yeah, in a one count felony uh, filed this past week. Uh, Watanabe admitted to the mail hoarding. So according to the plea agreement, Watanabe was hired as a mail carrier in uh, June of 2006. And she began collecting large quantities of uh, people's mail in her residence in 2011. I mean, 50,000 pieces. Yeah. How was there not ever a complaint? I have no idea. I mean, I mean that things is get lost so much. in the mail. I mean, yeah, I guess you just assume. And over the that years, means I guess. 50, that means people are so used to things getting lost in the mail that mm-hmm. 50,000 pieces can go missing before somebody even realizes there's a problem. Yeah, because the mail never stops, Greg. I'm just saying that's a lot of missing pieces. <laughs> it is a lot of missing pieces. <laughs> so she faces a statutory maximum of three years in prison. So, uh, yeah, if you're going to be a mail person, maybe don't hoard the mail in your apartment. <laughs> All right, next up, people that are bad at their jobs. have storage for that much? Why would you even want to deal with that? I don't know. It takes up a lot of room. Mm-hmm. 
And maybe she had like a storage unit or it's in her garage or something. Yeah, it could be. All right. Well, 52-year-old woman has been arrested after she was found running an illegal fortune-telling company out of her home. So someone's name is Sonia Lisa Marks. Uh, police say Marks was scamming victims out of money with the promise that the money would double by the following week. She also foretold that good things would happen to her victims' lives if they continued to let her tell their fortunes. How is that different than any other fortune teller, or what What makes this one illegal? Uh, so, well, because she was... Uh, charge for something, I'll tell you. Oh. So after police received tips about Marks running the fortune-telling business, officers made appointments with her at Mrs. Maple's Psychic Reader, that's the name of her company, uh, according to arrest warrant. Marks told one of the officers who paid $60 for a palm reading and tarot card reading, um, told her many fortunes, including that the woman who had paid the $60 would have twins, a boy and a girl. Another under, uh, undercover detective saw Marks several times, and Marks told her that she would find a boyfriend in October. She also told uh, the detective that she needed to have her aura cleansed because she could sense that the detective would not be happy until it was done. The cleansing cost $125 <laughs> to cleanse her aura. Well, after having her aura cleansed, the I detective mean, told Marks a fake story about how she met a man and asked her if he was the one. Marks said that he was, but needed to conduct an $80 reading to confirm the fortune. <laughs> Uh, so Mark's tarot card reading uh, foretold that this man was the detective's soulmate and that he would ask her on a date soon. Uh, she also said the detective and the fictitious man's relationship would begin before October because of the cleansing. Well, that didn't happen. And it was found out that she was a lying liar. And yeah. she was arrested on a felony complaint of obtaining money by false pretenses and a misdemeanor complaint of fortune telling, which I didn't realize that was like... Yeah, I didn't know that. that's something you can be charged with. Yeah, well, I mean, I could... I mean, definitely you're charged, you know, from obtaining money by false pretenses. Sure, but, but I mean, at the get, same time... You get charged with fortune telling? How, how do you prove... I mean, obviously there are fortune telling businesses mm -hmm. that are out there. So what makes them legal and this one illegal? I don't know. Well, I mean, because she's obtaining money and she's saying like bad things are going mean, to happen to you. They all get paid. Yeah, I don't know. Well, she must have not uh, must not be a likable likable psychic. I mean, surely legal fortune telling businesses want repeat business. Well, I mean, this is Miss, Mrs. Maple's psychic reader. Mrs. Maple's. I mean, she sounds very wholesome, unbelievable. So uh, she's been ordered. So she's been arrested. And charged with uh, those charges, and she has also been ordered to pay $187,000 in restitution. Wow. So she's been doing this for quite some time. $187,000? Mm -hmm. So, uh, get this. So she has been doing her illegal fortune-telling thing all over the country. Uh, she relocated to Ohio. Or, let's see. So she was relocated back to Ohio, uh, where she had been wanted since 1994 for several crimes. Including grand theft and corrupt activity. So, uh, yeah. So, she's been doing this for years and years and years. Wow. Maybe I need to get into the fortune-telling business. Maybe you should. I need and to find out what's the fine line you can walk. I, I don't know. You're going to have to find the fortune-telling fine line. Mm -hmm. The fortune fine line. Yep. All right. And this seems like a story out of Florida, but it's not. It's from Norway. A Norwegian man has learned his lesson about playing hero when he decided to try and rescue his friend's cell phone after he had dropped it inside of a portable to uh, toilet. Inside of a porta potty. Uh, phone inside of a toilet. I'll tell you, at the festival, I I worry about that so much because at Project Paps over the last weekend, like going into a porta potty, mm -hmm. I'm so conscious of where my phone is at all times because that's a lot. I, I worry that I'm going to do that. Oh, yeah. Drop it in there. No, it could just fall out of your pocket. Yeah. Like it's in your back pocket and just bloop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this guy decided not to let it go, and instead, it wasn't even his phone. It was his friend's phone oh. who asked him. 
so he got he jumped into the portable toilet to rescue his friend's cell phone and became trapped amongst the feces. Oh, so gross. That's what it says. That's that's the wording. I mean, that's a good friend, but uh so this is in Drammen, Norway, and the Drammen Region Fire Brigade posted a Why couldn't a the guy who dropped it go get it? I don't know. I mean, uh, I guess that's a solid buddy if your buddy's willing to jump into a porta potty to get your damn phone. Yeah. Me, I'm just buying a new phone. No, that's it. It's gone. That, that it's phone gone. is not getting recovered. Mm. Would you even want to use it? Why would you ever want to use it? <laughs> I mean, no, you're never going to get it all out of there. Post your like, ear and mouth and oh, rub it on your so face. so gross. Uh-uh. Yeah. There's no cleaning it. Well, the Drummond Region Fire Brigade posted a photo to Facebook showing, uh, let's see, so this guy, his name is Cato Larson, showing his hands reaching up from inside of the toilet trying to pro- pull himself out even though he was stuck in there. Uh, so firefighters said that they had to use a saw to cut him out of the por- uh, portable toilet. So uh, Larson, who is an amateur diver, told the Nor- Norwegian newspaper that he did not think twice about leaping into action and oh, so into gross. feces when his in. friend dropped his cell phone into the toilet and called for help. I don't understand how big of a this I, this none of this makes sense. I'm going to continue. How big so of an outhouse is this? The rescuer it was like or a big a- outhouse, but it was like one of those toilets. Uh, you can see the picture there's of him like trying to pull himself out and it's just hands oh, sticking gross. out of the toilet. No. Yeah. Uh, so the the rescuer no. who was able to finally cut him out say, say he immediately threw up as soon as he was trying to pull the guy out. Uh, so Larson said that uh, he panicked because he hates confined spaces. Nothing about, you know, the poop, just the confined spaces. He said, it was disgusting, the worst thing I've ever experienced. There were even animals down there. Uh, Larson said... Um, what weird animals down there? I don't know. Like if it's part of a you know septic t- system that goes like back into the ground, maybe it's like gophers or something. Oh god! Yeah. Uh, so the toilet diver was taken to the hospital for injuries to his upper arms and preventative antibiotics due to the fact that he was Wait, swimming did you just in say hum- gophers. Wait, what did you just say? Gophers. I, I don't think there's going to be gophers in there. Gophers aren't really scary. No, I'm saying like if they were like I don't think gophering around. I don't think. I don't think there's gophers in the septic tank, eh? No, but it's not a septic tank. It's like or one the, of those natural, like, ground ones. Yeah. Why couldn't a gopher just go... I mean, I guess there could be a gopher in there. There could be a gopher in there. I, I don't think that's... I don't what think other animals are, do you think could be down there? Well, rats. I guess. I'm thinking it's, it's not gophers. gophers. I'm pretty sure... I don't think it's gophers. I'm 99% sure it's Norwegian gophers. What do you think gophers look like? What do gophers do? Have you ever seen a gopher? Yeah. All the time. No, you haven't, have you? Some of my best friends are gophers. The toilet diver was taken to the hospital for injuries to his upper arms with preventative antibiotics due to the waste that he had been swimming around in uh, that he was exposed to inside of the toilet. Uh, the firefighter did say he was able to get the phone. No word on if it works or not. That, my friends, is your world crazy. Crazy. A sewer gopher, huh? Sewer gophers. I never, never thought about that. Mm-hmm. That They're could be a everywhere. thing. They're yeah. everywhere. Okay. Try not to see a sewer gopher when you're well, now I'm, using a That's all body. I'm thinking about now. That's mm-hmm. all I'm going to be thinking about. <laughs> you got, got yourself some gophers in there. <laughs> got you Watch some good out. sewer gophers over there. Be careful. I heard there's some sewer gophers. Mm-hmm. Okay. You never know when they're going to pop up. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll take a look at that. All right, we do have a couple birthdays. Uh, we do. Yes. yes, indeed. One was yesterday. And that is for our pal Jay Daryl. Jay, I know you listen from time to time. Hope you listen to this. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday, Jay. Sewer gophers. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I'm Watch out right. for sewer gophers, buddy. <laughs> All right. And another birthday today. 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 We hung out with him at, over this weekend. It is Tuggy's birthday. It's Tuggy's birthday. We love you, brother. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I'm damn right. Again, though, in all seriousness, I know you're doing some work on your house. Watch out for sewer gophers when you're... When I mean, there's a lot... Like, he's digging. Just be be careful. He Just might, everybody be careful out there. He might bump into one. Yeah. I don't understand how there couldn't be sewer gophers. A nest of sewer gophers. Like, they tunnel around in the ground, That's not right? They, they, <laughs> I don't think they're going to want to hang out in a... In a Vat of feces. I don't think that's what a gopher is going to want to do. Well, nobody really does, but I mean, well, rats do. Why wouldn't a gopher want to hang out there? Because that's not what the gophers go for. Your garden gophers are going to tunnel up and like eat. Oh, so gophers are a higher plants. class. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know what the hierarchy really is, but yeah, I, I just don't think that they're going to be down there. But, but I don't know. I could shit. be wrong. I could be mm-hmm. wrong. I could yes. be wrong. So amidst all the gophers, he was able to find the cell phone. <laughs> Uh, so all right, send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you to uh, PDX Broadsides. Go to pdxbroadsides.com. You can check out their albums and see the artwork, which is really incredible. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. Of course, as we said at the beginning, you can go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. Or the Cyber Mall for any of your online purchases. Please do that. It helps out. Also, you can subscribe to Fun Employment Radio. And that really, really goes a long way to supporting us. It's $6.99 a month. The first week is free. $0.32 cents a day. If you listen to our show all the time, it's a way you can help us keep this show going. Because mm. it does cost money to, to, to do this. And uh, we love doing it. And we love bringing you this show. But if you're able to. Six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Yes, we greatly appreciate it. it really, really does help. Um, all right. I think that's about it for today. That's all she wrote? That's all she wrote. All right. We did it. All right. We did it, Greg. We did it. We did it, Greg. Yep. Sewer gophers. Yep. Sewer gophers, everybody. <laughs> Just really, really be careful out there. You know, there's been a lot of It's like a minefield out there. A lot of instances. Gophers. You know. Covered in feces. Every year, I think I read the status, like 120 people in the United States die because of sewer gophers. So The Norwegian sewer gophers? Well, U- U.S. ones. I don't know about mm. the Norwegian ones. I mean, that's certainly an invasive species that we need to worry about. But uh, 120 people a year, that's 120 too many. So just watch out for sewer gophers. Please be careful. Okay. All right, that's been your lesson today. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Back on. Bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.